yeah I think we should be focusing on that and not just panicking yeah I think we should really uh enjoy this time we really have time to ourselves I mean yeah like it doesn't happen very often and I mean with all these financial sort of fallback plans I think it's safe to say like we're protected like even freelancers they just announced today like freelancers we're gonna have access to some you know money so that's really a great and a a sigh of relief for many people because it's like obviously servers and the hospitality industry and like the clubs like those are the people gonna who are gonna really be hit hard so yeah and everyone who works within that you know even if you're a designer for the drake you know you're gonna have no work so yeah yeah it's a big cycle vicious cycle It is. It is. But at the same time, I think we've been equating so many things with like monetary value that it's like good to stop and be like, hey, late stage capitalism, like Mm -hmm, hasn't mm -hmm. been working out so great. So it might be. Yeah, there could be some changes. I like know my neighbors now, (laughs) which is great, right? It's nice, right? Yeah. It's nice to talk to people and and um get acquainted not even just with the people around you but yourself I think especially with yourself because we tell ourselves that we want time for ourselves and we just don't give ourselves that time because it's, it's really easy to waste it, it. <laughs> yeah like as a, right. I work mostly remote so I'm really good at like fucking off and like not doing you know what I think I'm supposed to be doing yeah next week I'm actually looking forward to really unplug- unplugging I'm, I'm still finishing up a project right now but um yeah I think it'll be nice to just take a break. It will be. It will be. And we're going to get into that because I have so many questions about your daughter. If you Uh, can talk about her. But I I figured we would just kick off the... So for everyone who's listening, uh, I've known Geneva for a couple of years now. um, And I wanted to know if you remember how we met. Um, Oh, my gosh. You actually had me stumped before when when you were telling me you were going to ask me this. But then I'm pretty sure it was at a manifesto party at the Great Hall. And it would have been going back some time. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't remember who it was who was performing, but I think I can't remember what happened. Like, I think we bonded over like, yeah, I feel like I don't want to say we were teasing someone, but I'm pretty sure, you know, we're just talking some shit. We were talking. Then... We were happy. We were drinking. <laughs> I remember I, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a Gene Jean, Jean Grey was performing. And that's when we you and I had already bonded right but there was someone performing and something had happened on stage and we just looked at each other and we were like what the fuck and like we became friends <laughs> and I remember we were drunk and you're like Viva Bukowski like like the writer but it's I don't think I, oh you I don't know that? if I give you but I give me my last name right out the gate that's pretty <laughs> I the hell it, yes I'm like here's my government name and my address <laughs> my blood type that's kind of how I am though um I love it yeah pretty pretty open person so yeah that's just me it's just me baby (laughs) so I wanted to get I mean like I wanted to learn more um I I wanted you to talk about your journey as an artist um so for those Mm -hmm. are are listening and and don't know who Jenny is you will very soon um she's a very talented artist uh in Toronto she's been here for what it's it's been almost 10 years now yeah going on a decade I was I was in Van City before that Mm -hmm. and from Steel City originally but um yeah I've been in Toronto for for a good chunk of time wow nice nice yeah I'm a Torontonian I feel like by now you are I think at that point yeah Yeah, I I forgot that you were from from Steel City 
So yeah, I haven't lived there in like a very long time. But, your family stays up, <laughs> but um, right? your family, most of your family. Pardon me. Most of your family. Yeah, like part. Yeah, like my my. Yeah, some of them, not everybody. My mom just moved to New Brunswick. That's a whole other yeah other story. But um, yeah, I've got roots there, and it's a it's like it's funny. I could never live there again, but I appreciate that it's kind of experiencing a bit of a renaissance right now. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So can you tell us, I mean, like, let's talk about how you got into music in the first place. Or did you start off as, did you want to get into music or was there, like, what happened? I mean, I was always into music. So when I was, like, a little kid, um, I was in the Hamilton Children's Choir when I was, like, eight. But even before then, I would say, like... I always had a bit of the perf- a flair for performance, I guess you so could say, because I was really into like, I don't know if you saw that p- photo I posted the other day, but I was like, I think I was like, my mom said I was about five yes, in I that saw photo. It. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I mean, clearly you can see, like, I was always a little bit of like a show gal, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, um, I was probably in elementary school. I was in elementary school, so even like, I want to say like, kindergarten grade one grade two I would start to like I was really into like doing these like productions with my friends and sometimes we barely rehearse like just like roll and yeah and so like you know we'd perform for I I must have been a little older because we I remember we'd go perform for like the like JK and SKs and stuff and I remember in third grade I formed my first group oh wow called called sunshine and everybody bailed on our first show I booked a show myself at the old age home okay Uh where my mom volunteered grade three and uh yeah I did it solo because the the other two girls in the group bailed so that was a good lesson about relying on your other performers oh and then what happened after that did you confront them uh, I don't think I was, it was kind of just like, you know, my mom said, you know, like you're in grade three. I mean, right. how, it, you know, I, yeah. Um, but I just ended up doing like a bunch of Christmas carols and I like handed <laughs> M&Ms out after. Yeah. And I remember hoarding like half the bag because they, they were seniors. They were like only allowed to have two or three. I remember passing them out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was my triumph was like hoarding that rest of the bag. That was my, my gift to myself. I didn't have to share with my sister. But um, yeah, so you could say, and then I was in the Hamilton Children's Choir. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was singing like Latin. I was in La Boheme in nine, in, at an opera Hamilton production. What? I was going to say the year, but I'm going to not. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, so, and we like, we toured France and stuff. So that was wow. really cool. It's the only time I've been to Europe to date. So yeah. Um, I guess you could say I was always into it. And then I was writing raps when I was in high school, but I didn't really like perform them. I mean, this day and age, I'm like, wow, like I could have been Lil Peep or something. <laughs> that really changed, changed the game. <laughs> there was no internet back. I mean, it was very nascent. Yeah. Um, there was internet. It was very new uh-huh. still. Um, and I, I recorded my first song when I was 20, right before I moved out west. Which song is this? So, no, you've never heard it. Are you going to let us play it? I will. I actually probably can dig okay. it up and send it okay, to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it, it is. It's quite funny. Um, it's called, Is That Your Final Cancer? Oh. Um, but it's uh, like I was just doing a verse on this rapper from Maine's. I actually ended up getting on like back in the day, there was this like music uh. platform 
um, called Soul Seek. It was nothing to do with like, it was not romantic, <laughs> even though it sounds kind of like yeah. that, where you, it was peer-to-peer file sharing. Oh, okay. And I yes, would just, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. I would just ravage the internet. Like, I just was like, ho- like, cause it turned you into, like, it was like a kid in the candy store. It was like every album, like all these old rare soul records. Like I have spindles and spindles and spindles of like burned albums that I've probably listened to like a fraction of it, yeah. you know, back in wherever they are now. I think I've got them stored away in something, but yeah, it was, um, it was a time, mm-hmm. you know, it was the wild west. I think it's actually still operative. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> But um, to date, it was like my favorite thing because it was just like so much exposure to stuff. And long story short, there was an underground hip hop chat room. And back in the day, there were some cats floating around, you know, in those chat rooms. Um, I still have like a few. I have still I'm still friends with people that I met. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, it was. I And then I ended up meeting these guys. And I think like just one thing led to another. And I was like, oh, do you want to be on my song? And. So I did that, and that was my first actual recording okay. track at 20. So it's, it's been a long road. Honestly, that was how you had to network and connect with people. If you wanted yeah. it enough, if you had that drive and that ambition, you would find ways to do, you know, work on projects together. So it was like, it, it, it helped you because it, I'm pretty sure it propelled your, your, your interest and your, your intrigue in the music industry. Oh, for sure. Well, I recorded funny enough with this cat um, who's who was in Toronto. I remember like traveling all the way from Hamilton uh-huh. to record in his home studio. And funny enough, like, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. Evan Cousins, where are you at? I would love to like say what's up. He's I think a pretty reclusive guy, but he was yeah. like an around, you know, hip hop guy. And, and uh, that was my first like official recording session. And that's a big game changer. I think for any artist, you, you really do remember like that first song you recorded um yeah yeah so it's a gateway drug kids be careful (laughs) (laughs) so 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 if we think about the evolution of your music um would you say that the genres have changed or are you just an artist who enjoys dabbling in different types of music because you obviously have a very I think you have a very niche sound right I appreciate that I appreciate that yeah no I really do that because I was listening to your latest single. I don't know if I could talk about it. But ooh, ooh, yeah, that's fine. No, you know what? We're going to treat it. So just a heads up to listeners. By the time this, yeah, like, swaps it out with a different distributor, and it might have been re-released, but for all intents and purposes, probably is absolutely out in the world right now. Um, yeah. And I really love the I think it's, like, dope. Um, part of the reason we are going to re-release it is because, like, naturally um, – Toronto sleeps a lot like let's be honest there's also a yeah. lot of artists and it's very saturated time we're living in a lot of people I think there's like yeah. something like 40,000 songs a day coming out on Spotify so that, oh shit. yeah that's a lot so an artist is at any given point you're not only competing with like all of the music for, of, mm-hmm. from history mm-hmm. um, but everything that's coming out and everyone kind of wants to be an artist now so and you can be right with the home setups and you know, independent distributors and stuff. I mean, anyone can get in the game. So it's, there's pros and cons to that for sure. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I could definitely see it as a saturated uh, market right now. Really? You're, oh, it really you're is. Like, yeah. Uh, you can pretty much be whoever you want on the internet. Right. But I just find that the difference between a person who wants to be something versus someone who actually can potentially be something is, is consistency. Right. Oh, huge girl. And right? I mean, having, I mean, 
since we're talking about all things like women and whatnot, I mean, having a kid when I did also, I mean, it does change the game in terms of like your time, your availability. Um, like I was pretty quiet there for a little while. Like I had basically my EP was pretty much wrapped up. Yeah. I recorded it while I was pregnant with Soleil, who's now four and a half. Um, and when I put, when I put it out, um, I didn't really have like budget for a promo at the time. And I didn't really have the bandwidth either. It was like a young bait with a baby still. Um, so unfortunately I felt like I wasn't able to give it like the push that it needed. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, I know my catalog's really strong. I just don't think it's it's still a bit undiscovered. And I feel like I want to be undeniably good mm-hmm. to the point where if someone hears a song, like, they can't be like, fuck that song. Like, they're just going to be like, shit, that's, like, hot. Like, that's, my sole goal is to just make the heads nod and make people be like, yeah. what is this, you know? So I know there's a lot of people to click play on these days. And mm-hmm. I think that's the challenge for artists is literally to get that person to just listen. Um, Cause I think about how I discover artists and I mean, it's like playlists and yeah. someone sharing something. So that's the biggest thing is like, and thank you homegirl, Cause like you've always been repping me and like, I always. really appreciate that. You're welcome. Just yeah. the friends sharing your work is like the biggest thing you can do. So if you like what your artist friends are doing, like, never hold back that like never hold back that share it's just like on a bad day it can really make a huge difference for sure no I, I, yeah. I totally understand and like you know it, I, I just have to say this I fucking love the song I I had it on repeat all day my son's like I appreciate him. that he's like you must really like the song it keeps playing I'm like I'm slowly shutting the door <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love it I just you know what I, I don't know how to categorize it and I love that because I don't is it like the remix you're talking about yeah the is remix. it the remix the yeah. remix yeah it's pretty cool it's and so fucking good every time I listen to it I'm hearing new things and the producer who did it shout out Sakai Journey um is like I just feel like he really spent like I can hear the the attention to detail in this in like with what he did like mm-hmm. I was not expecting it and um it was just such a and then when I heard um, scratch bastard play it he gave it like a little rinse before it was even out yet and mm. i got to hear it in a club and on the sound system and it was like bonkers so the fact that toronto djs are just kind of like meh it's just like i know they're sleeping and when this tune like i know it's inevitably going to blow up at one point it might not be today it might not be tomorrow it, it is gonna blow um, up it's just timing you're right yeah it's, it's a lot timing of, a lot of people are sleeping and and uh you made a really good point about looking for music and how people search for music. And it's this whole revolving door thing where it's like, I like this, but then I'm looking for something new. No one's really digesting the music. I think it just is going to take some time. Um, well, and um, Spotify, I'm not sure if the average listener um, knows how it works. It's very mysterious. Okay. But like, there is a bit of a gatekeeper system there. Like there's like everybody you can submit your track for their editorial playlist consideration and in the past I've made it and then I'm thinking okay you guys liked these other two singles and then I released this really what I think is a really hot single mm-hmm. completely independently I had distro for my other stuff and I'm like did it not make it into that like did you even hear it yeah you know what I mean like like if you're really basing music you're like the caliber of music, but I would, I'm not sure how many songs they would have received that Mm -hmm. week. Um, I think as a small team, they'd be hard pressed to hear every single one. 
Um, so then you're looking at stuff like the pre-save numbers and, you know, the artist's previous track record right. and things like that. But, like, if it's AI, give it a chance. Put it on New Music Friday. See if it performs. Right. Like, I almost feel like they have to test it. Like, how can you know my song won't take off if you don't circulate mm-hmm. it and it doesn't hit that broader exposure? Which, again, comes down to so. it, it's going to take time, right? Things do take time. Um, and it's unfortunate that that's just kind of how the system works or I don't know. I, I didn't know any of that. I mean, I've had other songs make it yeah. though, right? And like, it just, it impacts your streams. Like the day that if your song is playlisted on an editorial playlist, you're literally seeing like, you know, you can, I remember at one point I was like 38 people streaming right now, which might be a small number to bigger artists. But for me, I was like, dang, like that's huge. Yeah. So, um, cause it actually shows you those stats mm-hmm. now when you go into your Spotify for artists account, it will literally show you like how many people are listening right now, which kind of can get like, anxiety and for <laughs> sure. release new music yeah you're like checking it and you're like oh my god you know so uh, and then like they know what they're building too they're gamifying it for the artists as well because there are so many artists so they have a whole resource section on the back end like how to be heard and like how to have the best profile fo- like you know a good profile photo and like they're making an industry out of even being artists which is yeah i mean that's up for debate yeah that is up for debate. <laughs> that's another podcast episode <laughs> yeah that's another episode and we'll talk Ooh. about like the royalties and stuff on that one yeah, but yeah i'd love to talk about yeah but spotify is like a huge music discovery platform mm-hmm. and i mean would megan the stallion be where she is today um, if she hadn't gone that Spotify love, like, I don't know, like there's a lot of artists where, yeah. Yeah. And what about SoundCloud? I don't know anything about these platforms. So I'm asking, what was, mm. is that something that you use too? Yeah. I mean, you can find a lot of my older stuff there actually. Okay. SoundCloud.com slash Geneva baby. Um, funny enough, I just got a sync for a song that was, that's up on SoundCloud. That's been out since like 2014. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know, these things happen, right? Like you just kind of have to keep plugging along because it's so easy to give up with any kind of creative endeavor. And no matter how many people have closed the door in my face or how many no's I've heard or how many emails haven't been responded to, like I just keep making music. I am a Capricorn. I'm that goat, like climbing the mountain, <laughs> like, you know, like I'm going to make it to the top, baby, even if it takes a little bit longer and my journey is a little bit more twisty. Um, I just know I can sing and I can write songs. So you like, it's just what it is. You're very talented. You've got the voice, you've got the vibe. And I do agree with you. I think that if you weren't going to face the struggles that you've had to face, the barriers, whatever those, those are, you wouldn't feel the success that you would feel once you get there. Right. Well, I mean, it's just like, I almost like bank on worse scenario that could also be a bit of a Capricorn um like that's why it's like oh corona I've been preparing for this mentally my whole life like um yeah like we're always like oh disaster oh (laughs) I knew this was gonna happen you know but um but I think in that it's just like you're right it's like like I can look back and say oh I wish I hadn't spent those really three integral years in my mid twenties with that piece of shit boyfriend. Mm -hmm. But I wrote some dope songs out of them. And now like this much time later, I can look back and be like, oof, like those songs aren't even that good. Like, let me write this next song. And now when I write a song, it's not just, you know, I'm not just putting like that moment into a song. I'm putting like 10 plus years of songwriting experience. Yes. That. And, And I think that's where this like myth about women aging out and all that is such bullshit because 
like anything else, do you get worse with age and practice? No, you get better. So it really pisses me off that the industry glorifies 17 year olds um, and sort of like put, turns their back on women who are 30 plus because it's, it's, it just like, it's just patriarchy, right? Yeah. Like, and they've taught us to think that we're, you know, like there's been moments where I'm like, oh, I'm not too old for this. Like, am I like, have I missed my chance to break? Like this should have happened 10 years ago. And then I see fucking Cher shredding around in tights and she's like 72. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like, I'm good. You know, like good. you just really can't buy into that. And if you can sing and you can show people you can sing. Um, and I just need more that show. I did a show, thank God, right before all this stuff, like really kind of like escalated. So one of the last live shows for a while, but um, it felt so good. I was full of nerves for like 48 hours beforehand, but I've been practicing and I was ready. And um, like, it just like that experience of singing for people, like it's so energetic, like it's an energy transfer, you know? Yeah. So I think it's really powerful and you know, music is magic and you got to just remember like why you love it. I think sometimes I'd like to know about um, how, you know, your experience has changed since you've become a mom. Oh, well, definitely have less time for anything and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also feel like, you know, I think, and that's why I'm so looking forward to unplugging. Cause I just mm -hmm. feel like we are in such a like distracted society, like screens and time and like, you know, everything pulling at your attention. So I, I really do want to try and like bring more mindfulness into my, into parenting and, and really connecting with her because like, they're such fun little people. They are. Um, yeah. But you know, it's very, no one really talks about the challenges. Uh -huh. There's lots of people who make it look easy. They have a baby and they're like, look at me. I'm, you know, doing everything. Well, it's because they have a nanny and a team. That's and, like, exactly what it is. Yeah, it's... so motherhood is not easy. If your mother, if you don't look like Pinterest, like, believe me, that's the norm. You know? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know what? It's romanticized, the idea of being the perfect mom. And like, oh, God, I, I know. I certainly like I'm a mother, too. So I, I, I don't pretend that my life is perfect. In fact, I talk with the cutest son ever, by the way. Thank you. Like, so cute. I, just... I would love for him to meet Soleil once. It's going to happen. Over with. Yeah. Once we can. Social... Yeah. Once we're off uh, house. Arrest. Once we can socialize again. <laughs> no, with no hazmat suits. But yeah, I, I mean, like your daughter's beautiful. She's amazing. She's she just turned four. You said. Uh, she's four and a half. So four and a half. She's okay. Five. Okay. Yeah. So tell us, like, what is she like? Is she a little bit? Uh, well, a little bit. Okay. Well, karmically, I'm super screwed because I was like a horrible teenager, uh -huh. and I and her birthday is like right between her two grandmas, which I always just thought was like an interesting yeah. fact. Like it's like you can't time that. <laughs> so she's right between her like cancer grandma and her Leo grandma, yeah. and she's a Leo, so she's like right there. And I'm like, wow, it's like me reincarnated, but like you know, she's gonna definitely give me a run for my money. I can already okay. Tell. Um, very sassy. Ah, oh, okay. Like she's today, what she was doing at home was she was literally like, 
you know, stuff that you say, like, who spilled that water? And, like, who she was saying that to me. <laughs> like, she was? She was like, yeah, I know. She was like, who spilled that water, mommy? And I was like, are you kidding me right now? I'm like, you put it on the floor. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, why am I buying it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they start, like, giving you what you give them. They just dish it right back. So it's it's definitely, um you know, there's some really cute yeah. moments. There's some very challenging yeah. moments. Like, even learning how to, like, de-escalate conflict and things like that mm-hmm. there's a lot of lessons there are a lot of lessons for sure so then let me ask you uh because we talked about it being difficult to find time as a mother in general now you're an artist and mm-hmm. you're a mother how do you find the time um well i'll be completely frank um like if i'm work, like i'm also a freelancer because let's be honest like most artists are doing other things to make money even if they make it look like they're not mm-hmm. um i'm very lucky that i also have like I went to university and I have, I can actually, you know, charge money for my services at this point. Um, and I can make okay money. Mm-hmm. And that often like will pay, like I funded, I had, I worked a contract on Bay street for three months to like pay for my video mm-hmm. and pay for my single, like no one's funding that for me. So, you know, anyone, the people, even like friends, so-called friends, like they see your stuff yeah. and when you're hustling and stuff and you get a vibe, like they're just not supporting yep. you or they're jealous or something. And it's like, guys, like I sacrificed three months to do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're not, they don't see the, the what you're doing behind the scenes to, to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And it really isn't just like, and even if you have a label and they're funding that for you, well, guess who's like, guess who's getting that money back before you make a cent. So I think there's a big advantage to owning your stuff mm-hmm. and, and being self-funded, but granted, um, like I'm in talks right now with, um, like, you know, people that can actually kind of work the music a little more because that's the missing piece for me. Okay. Like you really do have to build that team mm-hmm. and, you know, grind it out. But you were talking about motherhood went off. on. No, 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 no. This is, um, this is, this is important to know because that's part of, what you have to kind of grab that's part of the process. Yeah. Like there is no balance. There's no such thing as balance. Mm -hmm. You're either going like really like either I'm grinding, I'm working. I'm not going to have a lot of leftover time for myself. Um, But I found in the weeks before my show, I was cutting, I'd rented some gear and I was like actually rehearsing in my living Mm -hmm. room and like, just like doing the thing. Um, It's like, yeah, you realize like you really have to make time for your art. Like you can't just be like, Oh, it will just, fit into my day somewhere it's like no it, you've got to put it in your calendar yeah yeah like turn off your phone airplane mode sign out of all your windows like really give yourself some mental headspace because I, I also work in digital and it's very relentless like it's very easy to waste a lot of time online as yep. well just because you're already there mm-hmm. and then you're reading articles and like whatever so for me for sure it's just cutting out the distraction and, and being taking it seriously like a job Otherwise, you're not going to do the thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you find that now that you are a mom and you are, you know, you're still doing your music, are you finding it even harder to 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 sing or perform certain things? Do you know what I mean? Like, is, there, uh, is your messaging changing? It doesn't really affect my material. It doesn't? Okay. No, no. I, I mean, like she like you know she sings along with probably like and it's obviously like a sexual song but she doesn't know that yeah yeah. so um I think as a parent um 
I'm just like very real with her. Like I'm not one of those. I hear parents telling kids like all kinds of like weird, dumb stories to explain away hard yeah. things. And I try not to do that with her. I really do try to tell her like the, the truth. I will probably put it in more kid friendly terms, mm-hmm. but like even the coronavirus, like we're fully talking about it. I'm explaining what's happening. Like, I want her to just know about things mm-hmm. and I don't think it makes any sense to like guard her from stuff. Cause like, even though she's four and a half, I, I'm not going to talk about like, you know, very adult topics, right. but I think you can simplify them and, and make them more like easy to understand for kids. I love that approach because um, I agree with you. I don't think you have to not necessarily dumb it down, but they need to know. And I think the bigger picture is, or uh, the principle is you want them to be able to, have those talks with you in the future where they're like, I don't really understand this. I trust my mom enough to know that I could talk to her about it or something. Yeah. Cause I'm like that with my sure. son. I've talked, I talked to my son about cannabis. He knows about all that. Um, and it's because I That's want him. Great. Yeah. Well, there's that line in the far side. That's where right. Like, Do I want my kids to grow up like misguided? Exactly. About the- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly the song I'm talking about. I know yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Mm, yeah. Let's say, okay. So, so, you know, you are like an amazing mom, you're doing your thing, you're making your music. Have you ever had times when you are just telling yourself, okay, I can't do this anymore? And you, you oh, feel- Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And what would you do to I kind think of- like I was really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, how do you get out of that? I yeah. think it's like, I don't know, man. I think like, I mean, you, again, with music, because I've been like, I feel like I'm just a creative person at heart. And it's kind of like what, like one of the things I'm put here to do is just like it's like expression right and connecting with people and like bringing that emotional awareness to my music so that people do feel like they connect with it Mm -hmm. because that's really all it is it's like music is meant it's like a community it's very community oriented and I think part of the reason Toronto has been disappointing me and I've been here a decade but I was coming here in like my teens like I went to my first rave when I was very young mm-hmm. I grew up with like the Toronto nightlife scene um and seeing like how people partied back in the day um was just incredible like I'm so glad I have that because like all these little kids who were born in like the know, 90s 1995 holy shit they, right like, they wish they could experience it they're like wearing all this stuff but I'm like you guys don't even you know have what no idea like. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, so it's kind of ironic. It's come full circle. Um, yep. Like, do I want those kids vibing out to my music too? Absolutely. Like, I, I'm, I'm coming from a place where it's like, I went to my first rave and I was hearing like hardcore techno and like, mm-hmm. it, like jungle was popping. It was before it was called EDM. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I do not like that title. Even it's electronic dance music. It's like no. There's like so like it's all. It's all been done before. Even It's all been done. Mm-hmm. Like all these dances and shit. I'm like, okay, it all started in like the black communities in like what year, you know? That's right. 80s, 90s, like 70s. Like this has been going on for t- from time. So you got to respect the history of where this stuff came from. None of it is new. Right. That's right. That's right. That's funny they bring it up because I, there was a girl that I used to work with and she was talking about EDM and I'm like, it sounds like jungle to me. And she looked at me and she was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, you don't know? Oh, okay. Or happy hardcore. And oh, she, no. and, and they didn't understand. Right. I, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Cause you know what? I'm just going to age myself and it's just not worth, you know, having the conversation. I, know, I mean, like full disclosure, like also I don't want to skirt the issue. Cause I was at a panel a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, 
that I Love Lola put on and it was with like industry people and there was one woman who was 42 mm-hmm. and everyone was like oh and clapped because she looked like really good and she was just like she's like cool and youthful she's like A&R at like Interscope or whatever you know yeah um but I don't think like it's really shitty that we're so kind of like groomed to be like oh my age you know because yeah really I mean who cares I think if you're like if you're from that like that from that scene and from that era like that's actually pretty dope like I'm very like I'm I feel very lucky to have witnessed like that mm-hmm. whole scene so young and see all the changes that have happened and I've, I feel like I've watched the Toronto nightlife change and Denise Benson by the way uh documents that like splendidly like there's a book I can't remember the name offhand but she has a book that basically documents, you know, all these old Toronto clubs and the scene. And I think it's really important to honor that part of history mm-hmm. here because there's a deep, deep, deep electronic and underground music thing here. So you said it was Denise Benson? Yeah. Denise Benson? Okay. Denise Benson. Yeah. Okay. She's a DJ and she works for Now Magazine. I believe she kind of was like doing some of this in columns and then mm-hmm. she ended up making a book. I, I haven't actually spoke. I really should just buy it because I, I think uh, I'm always into like music, music books, electronic music books and stuff. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just wanted to ask you um, what kind of advice you would give to anyone who's up and coming or feels like they're they could be a new mom or they could just be an artist who's like, okay, I just don't know how to do the music industry. Anyone really. Yeah. Well, just like never listen to the naysayers. Like, you know, yeah. I can tell you easily off the top of my head. I, I remember two particular things people have said to me over the years that really kind of like it, they stay with you. So also if you're someone who is shitting on other people's dreams, just don't like regardless yeah. of what they are. Um, there's always going to be people who are threatened by the fact that you're brave enough to chase yours. Mm -hmm. So if you're waiting for like some sign or some perfect moment, life is life. There's always going to be obstacles. Um, even if you're broke, there's always things that you can do to like be better, like rehearse. You know what I mean? Like really be good. Um, one -hmm. thing that me and my partner talk about a lot is like, there's like, I can't remember who, who it was a, George Carlin somebody was like be so good they can't ignore you Um, Mm. and I really like that quote because I think it's like really it comes down to the craft and the songs and if you're unfuckwithable and undeniable um like people will find you and and putting that time into your craft is so essential like I just feel like it's so easy to get caught up in like the image and you know marketing yourself and all of this other stuff it's like just I, I wish, like, I want to create more space in my life to do that because that's when the real, the real magic happens is just having that practice, you know? Mm-hmm. Good advice. Good advice. No, and then <laughs> great point about people focusing so much on their image and their marketing, which is obviously it's important, but then there's that, that what is the core of, of what it is you're doing? Well, like, you stop look focusing around. on, like, that competency. That's yeah. right. Yeah. There's so yeah. many artists who it's like, they're hot. You go to their Instagram. Oh, the photos are hot. They're like, I put out a song and it's just like, just like, I don't know. It's just hot trash. Like, it's just not good. And it's like, yeah, you know, like I said, everyone wants to make music these days. So I think the real way you're going to stand out is like, 
and just be good. Like, there's that kid, uh, Jack Harlow, this, this new rapper. He looks like he's barely 20. He looks like a baby. But the kid's got bars. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yes. You're like, I don't want to like him, but he's, like, good. And the video is so funny. Good, but he and, looks like, so young. Yes. He is a baby. Is He said he's 20? I, I don't know. I would be shocked if he's, like, that much older. He just, I just saw on Instagram, he posted like yes. it was his birthday and it was like a big bottle. Yes. It was like a cake that looked like a ranch dressing bottle or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was just like, I yeah, love this I kid. That. I don't know. There's something, to, he's different, right? And like, that's what right, gets your right. attention is that fact that he's like not trying to be anyone else. Um, yep. He's clever. We watched his mm-hmm. like clip on Sway or whatever and you know. He's holding his own. He's he's doing it. So I really just think like you don't have to focus so much on like like people always tell you, oh, your brand, your brand, your brand. And like I get it. Like you said, it is it is important. I understand that. But yeah. like did Billie Holiday give a fuck about her brand? Did Aretha Franklin give a fuck right. about her brand? Like Sade. Like on some level, they knew they had a thing. But like it was always yes. about the vocals. The vocals have to be mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Agree with you 100%. Agree with you 100%. Um, I guess then just kind of to wrap things up, I wanted to know if maybe you could tell us what to expect from you next. What are we expecting? Oh, gosh, girl. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, There's like, uh, well, so again, I might be I might be kind of like doing a little um, switcheroo with with the recent single um, and doing a broader, broader campaign um, with some representation. So that's really exciting. And, um, yeah, I, I do have some, some demos for a new EP, Mm -hmm. um, word on the street after my show, word on the street, it's like my friend actually said, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah, somebody actually said to me, my friend, um, that I should do like a dance album. And I always thought that would be like, so fun to just put out like a straight up, like electronic album. That would be really cool. So kind of planted the seed, but yeah, I do have like. Um, a bunch of demos with Slow Jams who's uh, a Toronto producer the producer who produced the original Slow Jam song mm-hmm. or uh, Probably song yeah um, yeah and I have a bunch of stuff with the remixer we actually already have in the bag a remix for Evolving the song that I put out last January that's right so it's pr- yeah you heard it it's um it's pretty cool so I just gotta get kind of the album art ready and we're gonna put that out too that's going to be exciting. Exciting times for Geneva. Hell so yeah. Tell- and when we when I can perform again, I'm definitely going to do that because I might have to do some of this like live streaming. I've never done a live stream, have not done an IG live. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. I just don't really feel like it's, you know what I mean? It's just kind of yeah. like it's a commitment. But um, yeah, I'll probably have to get over that during this uh, quarantine times. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, apparently, like, lots of people, like, I I think a lot of people are going to be doing that kind of stuff. Like, I've seen yoga instructors doing classes, like... Yeah. yeah, the so, symphony. The it, symphony was online as well. There are a couple oh, of really? um, perform. Yeah, a lot of performances online um, because they have to. They have to be right. No one else is going out in public, and business is business. That's so crazy. they want to be able to provide whatever it is they have to provide for their audience. Where That's can crazy. we find you, Geneva? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So on Instagram, I'm just Geneva. 
um if you if you look me up on spotify please search a song title so geneva probably geneva full bloom i'm competing with like an old scottish rock band apparently for the name geneva (laughs) okay so and there's another girl shout out geneva lay there's another artist based in mississauga who Uh goes by geneva lay so sometimes she pops up she was wondering about me we did connect on IG. We're both like like the Spider-Man meme, like point each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it. But yeah, it's been a pleasure. Um, it's been really fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. We are, uh, I know it's it, it took some time, but we're really excited to have you here. Um, and we are going to make sure to share your music, uh, all your social on um, all of our accounts as well. Um, but yeah, it's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us, Geneva. And uh, we will Thanks, probably hear from you soon. Thanks, babe. That's amazing. Bye. I don't think I can top that. No. <laughs> Peace out. Thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.